engaged in a weight loss journey right now. And one thing I had to realize and understand is results are only found based on patterns. So, you know, there's a saying like um, consistency yields fruit. I don't remember the exact saying, but something like that about consistency yielding fruits. I had to realize that results are as a result of patterns. That's that just sucks to say. Not no, the, the statement is true, but I just don't know how to say well. So meaning you can't go hard week one and then take week two, week three, week four, or then go hard week five. Like you won't be able to see the results you want to see. So that's something I had to to realize and and I had to change. I had to sort of make sure that I am going along this journey in, in a set pattern. And you can sort of map it to uh, our work with, with God, our work with Christ, our life in Christ. That's for those who believe in him. So we sort of made Jesus to be like our little buddy we can call on as and when we need. So there's no, so there's no guaranteed result because we only go to him, quote-unquote, emergency. Like God is like a just-in-case. You need to realize that um, God honors patterns. He himself is a God of patterns. Like you look at certain scripture in the Bible, that's for those who read and those who believe, um, where it says, and then they knew that God was here. And then they will know that I am your God. Meaning there are certain patterns that or certain events, certain activities that happen that when someone looks at the only explanation is that oh it has to be god because this is how he moves to get there was a scripture i came across quite recently I, I hadn't really looked at it that sense and i'm pretty sure most of us know it so jeremiah 17 um verse 9 and and this was sort of the holy spirit telling me or ministering to me that, yo, this is probably why you're not seeing certain results because you do not have, you're not living your life in, the, in a way that has patterns. So, some, some um, supernatural occurrence, it's very hard for you to see results in certain aspects of your life. So I know we know this verse. It says, the heart is deceitful above all things. So, I'm reading from KJV and desperately wicked. Who can know it? But let me read from NIV. I think I like the NIV version. So it says, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward each person according to their conduct. So what's conduct? Conduct is like um, how you move, the way you do your things. So it's a set pattern. You move in a certain way. So God rewards you according to the way you move. So some of us, we are, especially in our work with God, we are... Um, Hot today, cold tomorrow, hot today, cold tomorrow, room temperature the next day. Like, how can he be assured that this person is going to move in a certain way? When you surf, you, you like the way the move be bizarre. So, <laughs> I guess I'm starting off with something positive, trying to encourage us, like, let's get a pattern. In every, every, and I think it, it, it has to do with everything in our lives. You want to. Um, attain a certain academic level in school. Let's say you are still in school, you want to have a certain result at the end of your four years. You have to set a pattern. You need to set a pattern of excellence. That means you can't 
like you need to prioritize your academics in God, do you understand? Because it's not by might, right? God who establishes. So you need to make sure that you have a steady pattern. Okay, we are we are waking up at six, we do our devotion, and then we learn from this to this, we go for class, we come back, eat, do things. Like you need to have a, a, a pattern that works for you. And that pattern has to be optimized in a way that would yield results you get. Anyway, that's not what I wanted to talk about. What I wanted to talk about is the fact that <laughs> Ghana, why? What's happening? So I came home. I came home from work. And you know how the water people leave the, the bill in between. So I look at the bill for the month and I'm like, what? <laughs> and I know they said they were increasing tariffs, but I didn't expect it to increase by more than 70%. That's crazy. Like, the bill, the bill has doubled. And I think the most frustrating part about the bill or the tariffs being increased is that water flow is way too inconsistent for the amounts we've been paying per month. I think that's, that's the most annoying and challenging part about seeing the current economic states. Like, we are paying way more for way less in value and it's fish. So, recently, I, I heard they, they secured, no, I heard, I read that they, they secured, <laughs> I heard it's like, I'm not interested in the security. So, I, I saw they, they uh, secured the IMF loan or something like that. And I was looking at some of the terms and it just, it hurt me. It hurt me because even if not, even, even if we are, we are going to, oh, my phone, even if we are going to feel the brunt, like my generation is going to feel a bit of the struggles, if, um, if there's not a drastic, if there's no drastic change in the way we run this country, the next generation, our children, our children's children, if God doesn't come, are really going to feel it. Especially if there's not a drastic change in the way in the way we operate leadership, the way we run this country. Because I'm I'm looking at and, and it's very frustrating because you, you're looking at certain economic and financial decisions being made and you're like what was the thought process that went into arriving at this decision or implementing this bill or passing this bill, whatever? Like you look personally, I believe that sixty plus and I say 60 plus shouldn't mean you shouldn't be in the government position. Retire. Like civil servants, retire. If it be small, small contracts, we go give you, we we'll give you. But 60 plus, why they run for president? Why they why are you a minister? Why are you a parliamentarian? Like, especially if you don't have any track record of excellence. And I think that's 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 the part, like talking about patterns. And I think that's where I, I sort of look at the citizens. This person has a track record of chaos and just because of no fuel we still go ahead to elect them as our officials and i'm like <laughs> it's, it's sort of it gives it gives israel vibes when the people were tired of god leading, so he said elect as a king these people have no track record of excellence and this is no party uh, specific because honestly i don't like any of them i haven't seen anyone you see it says you have to test the heart of every man. See that? It says the heart is deceitful and who can understand it? Like, you have to test the heart and mind of every man. And when you do that, honestly and truthfully, you realize that they're off. 
that's the part that frustrates me. They are all friends. You see them arguing in the, the, the parliamentary house and then after they're all having a beer, laughing and driving in the, in the cars we pay for and telling us to move off the road so that they can rush and go to wherever they have to go, which is nowhere important. And let's be honest. If an MD of any honorable or reputable organization was to run the country, was to run their, com- their company the way our country is being run by our leaders, the board, right, of that, of that said country, their employees would call for that person to step down, to resign. Because you're obviously having a bad go at it. And for the life of me, I can't understand why certain individuals are still in the are still holding the position they hold and i guess then again i guess that's the power of relationship we'll we'll have a conversation on that later like see sometimes (laughs) having the right relationships is everything yeah i recently saw a video of a man lamenting i think was during one of the ndc primaries i don't recall which position it was but during one of their primaries, there was a man lamenting about some, was it 40 Ghana cities or something they were share, they were supposed to share to them and they didn't get, bro, 40 Ghana, people are crying over 40. That's how bad our country has been over the last 10 years. People are crying over. And I think what is most frustrating for me as a citizen is that, especially about the, the ruling party, the ruling government now is that You've been in, you've had, you've been at the helms of operations for the last seven years, I guess. And I understand that if there were poor decisions made by the previous government, um, and I understand, yes, we had the COVID scare, the economy struggled. I understand a lot of nations are going through certain challenges in maneuvering their economies with respect to the power struggle between Russia, China, the USA, and Big Europe. But you can't tell me that after seven years, the quality of life continues to decline. And you, when it's brought up, you keep going back to and the opposition and the opposition. And it's it's just a glaring evidence of your incompetence. If you're speaking of patterns again, it's, there has been a pattern of incompetence by all our leaders from from when? I mean, let's not get it twisted. There were times, right? Especially in my, my adult life, there were times where things went okay. I'll say things were good. Things were okay. Things were manageable. But it looks, it, it looks like the older I have gotten, the worse the state of the country gets. And it's really, really bothersome. And I, I can't understand why um, we cannot be... I don't know if we've been brainwashed because you see some people and they are so, so inclined on one particular party winning. If it's not this part, party A, it has to be party B for them. And I'm like, do their principles and goals or what they want, to, their plans for the nation not matter? And does their track record not matter? This person you are saying we should vote for, he has, he has no track record of excellence. You say we should go for him. Why? You can't tell us. You can't tell us why. And it beats my imagination. I just can't understand why we are so inclined 
and and devoted to parties and not the the entire upliftment of the nation because I, I I guess that's that's why I was a little envious of Nigeria when they had Peter Obi. Even though I also think, again, I still stand by the fact that sixty plus shouldn't shouldn't be in any government position. But then again, you look at the the younger ones, and you you <laughs> you appreciate how corrupt their hearts are. Well, their hearts are as well. <laughs> Did I just anyway? You already know I'm buying every episode, so it doesn't even matter now. But again, as I was saying, so. I look. You look at Nigeria and look at Peter Obi, and then you hear how well people speak of him, and then you you look at and that's that's a man you can look at at least from the outside. I mean, I don't know him personally, but from the way things are objectively being um, presented, you can see that this is a person of integrity. This is a person whose integrity means something to him, and you can't say that you can't say that for. Most of the people, if not all, the people um, who are here running for office in in our various uh, factions of the government, and I'm 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 just thinking because I remember there was <laughs> there was a time where we were like we should we should give young people we should give it young people, and then one SRC guy like it was just so bad, and you look at how some of our my peers speak, and then you're like. Wow, and it's it's so disheartening when you have to say because every true patriot of Ghana would definitely want it to be yeah, right? Let's be honest, not everybody's destiny is outside Ghana. I know everybody say it's nice, it sounds nice. Relocate Canada, US, Australia, Switzerland. It sounds nice. It sounds nice. Relocate and then everything will be Winner pastures, but some of you, <laughs> some of us, the purpose and destiny God has for your life, it is tied to your nation, Ghana. If it's Nigeria, it's tied to Nigeria. If it's Kenya, it's tied to Kenya. If it's South Africa, it's tied to South Africa. So you need things to work here so that you can, I mean, you need things to work here so that you can comfortably fulfill your purpose. But then again, for those who have your destiny side, yeah, I want you to appreciate the fact that once you find yourself in the will, in the perfect will of God, submitted fully, you should understand that he, he makes provision in his will. Hmm? So, I think that that's, that's probably the only thing that gives me comfort, but at the same time, it breaks my heart. It gives me comfort and breaks my heart at the same time because... It's very easy for me to say I'm on, I'm on heaven's payroll, which is facts, which is facts. Oh, God, God looks after me, which is facts, because some, some, the psalmist says, um, I sleep and I wake up for, for the Lord sustaineth me. So like me personally, I know both, and I want to see. There, there will be times where I'll be like, ish, ish, but like consciously and subconsciously, I am convicted that I am taken care of. So it's not really a problem for me. But you see, life is easier when everyone is catered for. And also, <laughs> Paul in his letters says, um, and I urge you in prayer and supplication to lift up, to pray for the ruling governance. And I think that's a part that annoys me because like me, I don't go mind it. But like, you're praying for people and you're not seeing any sign of them changing or doing anything right. So 
so sometimes I find myself seated, um, just meditating and asking myself, how? Like you God, just 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 give me an assurance that even if not in my time, in the next generation, in the generation after, there will be abundance. The quality of life is significantly improving. And I, I think that that's all I pray for, really. But let me tell you one thing that's annoying me, or one thing that annoys me anytime I see it. When I see videos and um, I'm not well. It, it leaves me conflicted. When I see <laughs> when I see white people, when I see white people calling out like like especially the Brits and Americans, when I see them calling out. Are deplorable states right now. It leaves me so frustrated and angry. I'm like, see, you people don't even bring yourself. Not coming too holier than down and be chastising and giving. But at the same time, I know there's truth in what they are saying, which is I pro- which is probably what is what is more frustrating because you are hearing the truth, but you don't want to hear it from these people. <laughs> at least for me, I don't know whether you all feel the same way, but for me, I'm hearing the truth, but I don't want to. It's not you that I want you to tell me that. I know that you don't. But I think the other part of the show is when, um, when our leaders try to gaslight us as if we are not experiencing the hardship. I think that's the frustrating part. As if you are not experiencing the hardship, you are gaslighting us. Bro, we are living the hardship. Like we are living the, in, in the state you've, you've made. And see, if your father is a politician, or a person of influence, if you can walk up to him and say, Daddy, do you not? Just ask him, Daddy, don't you have integrity? Daddy, don't you want the... Eh, we are tired. People are, see, some you see, the taxing part. I, one of the nominees for Chief Justice is, is saying it's not an essential and even if they are going to make it tax-free, l- listen to how dumb it sounded. Even if they are going to make it, and I apologize if that was that's not I mean. But even if this, she said, even if they are going to make it tax free, it's going to be for the youth, and then the working class would still pay. How? So here's my question: How you go, how do you going to distinguish between the working class and the underage, and also for the underage and the working class, the ones who are going to pay for it? It, it just makes, it makes, it's absolute bollocks. It makes no sense. The statements you made. And my problem with some of these key positions in our government that we don't, we don't elect, like there's no voting, but these people make key decisions. And you, you what, what I've noticed, which I saw in a tweet was they tend to lean towards the minority the, the rich minority, what the rich minority want. And Charlie, if you broke my soul, you're gonna new. Anyway, y'all have a lovely week. Peace and love.